It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on this edition of Locked On Wizards, Karita Park, sports journalist covering the Wizards, Mystics, and Washington football team, founder of her own platform called Double Take Sports, is back on the show for day two as we get into more around the Wizards, specifically Bradley Beal's future, what the team needs moving forward, and also the Washington football team's on and off the field news. All those details and more right here as you're listening to another episode of Locked On Wizards. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and we have plenty to get into today as Karita Parks is back on the show, a sports journalist covering the Wizards, Mystics, and Washington football team, founder of her own platform called Double Take Sports. Now, in our Monday edition of Locked On Wizards, Karita, we were talking about the Wizards, the draft lottery, and the team's future. So it's only right that we get right back into another question and trade rumor that always comes up. Where will Bradley Beal play next year with the Wizards or somewhere else? The never-ending rumors around a trade possibility for Bradley Beal. Non-stop discussion around Bradley Beal and his future with the Wizards. Even Mike Wilbon was saying that the Wizards should trade Bradley Beal to the Warriors for the number two pick and Andrew Wiggins. I mean, that. Look, I like Michael Wilbon. ESPN's Michael <laughs> Wilbon does a great job. But these, there have been so many tossed out, proposed ideas. My first question to you is, does it make sense to trade Bradley Beal, in your opinion? It doesn't make sense to me. And I get this question every time I talk about the Wizards. It doesn't make <laughs> sense to me for them to do that right now. And, you know, Brad has said it. And then Tommy Shepard, he's essentially building this team when Bradley renewed his contract. I mean, that was his opportunity to leave. Like, let's just be honest. Right. But he decided to extend his contract and stay here in Washington. You know, he said over and over again that this is where he wants to be. I think at the very least, he wants to play with a healthy John Wall. Like they both said it separately. Like they want to play together again and see what they can do. And Brad is such a different player now than he was a couple years ago when him and John played together. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they could be an amazing duo that we need to see. (laughs) And also, like I said, they're building this team around Brad. So I don't see that happening right now. And I just don't think it makes sense either. I mean, I don't think you trade him at this point in time. I have I have been saying, in my opinion, who would you trade him for that makes sense? And right. the fact that Bradley Beal was averaging over 30 points a game, the, the numbers he was putting up, I don't see anybody that's available and accessible to bring in that's going to provide that. So Not is it all. more beneficial to trade him to bring in Andrew Wiggins and a lottery and a draft pick so you're getting two guys for one? Or is it better to just have the one that's getting the best numbers? You know, and I just feel like if you're talking about rebuilt or building I should say Mm -hmm. off of this this past year why throw away the most pivotal piece of it 
you know, that, that is, in my opinion, taking a step back to go forwards, which sometimes does work, don't get me wrong. But to me, this doesn't seem like it makes sense. And as you mentioned, the Wizards haven't had a chance to have a healthy John Wall and Bradley Beal in a couple mm-hmm. years now, on top of the fact that bringing in players like Rui Hachimura and even what we've been seeing bringing in Jerome Robinson in February, uh, what we've been seeing from Thomas Bryant and Troy Brown Jr., all these younger players that have had an experience in the bubble Right. I think you at least give them a chance to see how they look together. If you maybe make some smaller moves, okay. Of course, we don't really know what's going to happen with Davis Bertans, something else that's been been brought up. But I don't think it makes sense fully to move any of your big pieces to build. You, if anything, you move a couple of smaller guys, maybe a draft pick and, and one or two um, more role players in that sense to bring in a, a stronger veteran or more experienced player, but I don't think moving Beal makes sense right now. Now, if we're having the same conversation a year from now, okay. You know, I say the same thing. Yes. I say that he probably wants to get through next season, and then, then he may feel a different way <laughs> if next season doesn't pan out or the Wizards will be in a different situation, especially if they decide to change coaches but the fact that they're staying with coach Brooks to me also shows that they're trying to keep some continuity mm-hmm. so that's another reason I don't see them trading Bradley Beal right now I know everybody wants it but I don't see it happening just yet no he's 27 years old John Wall's only 29 although he has a lot more injuries logged over the last few years which changes you know his his physical health but John Walls mentioned he feels the healthiest he's ever been since since coming into the NBA in 2010. Bradley Beal, as Brooks and Shepard are saying, is apparently feeling great. And both are looking like they could be back playing fully in October. You know, we don't know when the NBA season for next year will start officially, as Adam Silver, the commissioner, has mentioned that, you know, the, the start of the next season for de- December 1st may or may not happen, maybe postponed to sometime in 2021. We don't know, but either way, so far, these two seem like they're on the right path. But who do you think, or, or what types of personnel, I should say, doesn't have to be a specific name or specific player, what should the Wizards be looking to add? Having seen them in the restart, having and knowing that you know, they're, are, they are hoping to bring back Beal, Wall, and Bertans, you know, of course, by tomorrow, everything that we're saying could completely change, and they could have this whole different group, and maybe <laughs> something drastic changes, but... You know, assuming that they have the same group as of this conversation that we're having at this time in this moment, what pieces need to be added for this team? Um, you know, maybe they could use someone at the small forward position. Um, additionally, possibly maybe an additional point guard. I mean, I think we saw Troy Brown Jr. try to play a little bit a point mm-hmm. guard. And it didn't seem to be necessarily – when they started him in the bubble, it didn't seem to necessarily be his strongest suit. Um, you know, I, I mean, that's – it's tough for me to say, but, like, that's what I'm going with for now. Yes, yeah. I definitely think more depth, more offensive um, – just, just players that you can put into that role offensively. Of course, if they're trying to, you know, strengthen their defensive side, got to look for players that are able to play on both ends of the floor. But, yeah, I think the biggest thing is just depth, you know, having more pieces that you can put it on the floor in, in moments as role players that can contribute. So coming up, we get into more around the Wizards, head coach Scott Brooks, and we're headed back to the NFL with more on the Washington football team right here on Locked on Wizards. 
Just a quick reminder that everyone needs support to make it through their day. Regardless if you're a professional athlete, stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day sitting in that uncomfortable office chair, everyone needs support. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient, easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all of our listeners 25%, yes, 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com. And use that promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Karina Park, sports journalist covering the Wizards, Mystics, and Washington football team, founder of her own platform called Double Take Sports, joining me here on Locked on Wizards. Now, we spoke on Monday in our edition of Locked on Wizards about how the Wizards need to be better defensively. And a big part of that stems from the leadership on the floor. Well, I want to continue in that same thought process of leadership, looking off the floor with coaching. Something that we've actually seen last week GM Tommy Shepard made very clear that the future of the Wizards is in the hands of head coach Scott Brooks. There have been some discussions around whether or not Brooks will be brought back next year, rumors, speculation, but he put the kibosh to all the rumors, so to speak. And we spoke about this last week on Locked on Wizards. I definitely just want to get your take on everything, Karita, as he squashed any rumors to clearly say head coach Scott Brooks will be back next year. Are you surprised by this at all? Or do you think this is better to know which coach is going to be leading you next year to now focus your energy and attention on other areas such as the draft and preparing for a very strong offseason? I think I was surprised at how confident he was in saying, yes, he'll be back. It's like it's not, it's not a dispute. And like you said, it does put those rumors to rest. But it sounds to me like he's giving Coach Brooks some uh, – relief because he has dealt with a team that's had a lot of injuries. I mean, John's been injured, I want to say, quite a bit since Coach Brooks has been on. And also with the recent circumstances with COVID, it sounds like he wants to give Coach Brooks an opportunity to coach with a complete and healthy team. And there were also a lot of injuries this past season. I mean, Rui had some injuries, uh, Thomas Bryant, and – Obviously, John Wall went out, and then towards the end of the season, we had Bradley Beal with the shoulder injury. So I think he wants to give him a fair chance to prove himself, but I definitely think like this is a make-or-break season in a lot of ways coming up. 
Yes, yes. Now we'll definitely get more into around the more rumors that have been going on and just and just discussions. I'm curious to know your thoughts on some moves such as moving Bradley Beal and different things. We'll get into that in our Tuesday edition. But I mean, as you mentioned, there's been so much that's gone on throughout the course of this year alone that it's I think it's tough to evaluate a coach based on it. You know, looking at the Pelican just firing Alvin Gentry, the Bulls just firing Jim Boylan. There's been a lot of coaching changes. I'm I'm sure we'll see a couple more, actually, especially now as some teams in the playoffs aren't doing as well as they should be doing. Uh, And I won't say the name (laughs) in particular, but there will be some more, I'm sure. But, you know, it's just a matter of how how when has it been enough? You know, how long is enough? And for head coach Scott Brooks and his group, I mean, that's something that, actually caught me by surprise as well. It's just how confident it was like, no hesitation. The, the lingo, I was like listening to how he said it, like he will be back, not most likely, or we probably like, it was like very definite, like, here's our decision moving on, you know, next yeah. subject, next question, <laughs> you know, like it was, it was, there was no room, no gray area there. So I think from a standpoint of progressing for the future, that's beneficial just to know, okay, this is our coach. Let's prepare for at least one more year with him and see what happens from there. But, you know, for Brooks, hopefully it's a confidence booster in the fact that, like, Shepard's got your back as well and has faith in you. Right. Like, you have to feel good knowing that you have a job. But I guess it's also a tricky time to make a coaching uh decision and I know some other teams have done it but like especially with COVID and just next season still being in question as far as when it's going to start will it be a season where they're at their arena with fans or will they have to go back to a bubble so I still think there's so many questions surrounding the season that it's probably also if he wanted to but I don't think he wants to but even if he wanted to make a coaching switch I just think it would be a tricky time. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Well, there's something that we definitely have to get into before we wrap up here on Locked on Wizards. And coming up, we're going to get into more around another sports team, the DMV, the Washington football team. We talked about them some yesterday with Creta Parks. We've got more to get into around what's going on on and off the field right here on Locked on Wizards. Who says car repairs have to be expensive for quality? Well, for over 20 years, rockauto.com has been the place to get everything done, from brake parts to tail lamps to even new carpets. And regardless if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer, it's easy, convenient, and best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. It's a family business that puts your family first. We're still in the midst of a pandemic dealing with COVID-19, everyone. So why spend twice as much for the same parts when you can save money for you and your family? Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers for countless makes and models. And one of the best parts about it, whether you're on your phone or your computer, you have quick service right at your fingertips. So go head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we at Locked On Wizards sent you. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey. 
Corita Park sports journalist covering the Wizards, Mystics, and Washington football team, founder of her own platform called Double Take Sports, as she's joining me here on Locked on Wizards. Now, we've been talking a lot about DC sports and looking specifically at the Washington football team. As the news broker on Ron Rivera saying, unfortunately, that he does have cancer, lymph node cancer after a self-checkout. He's been officially diagnosed. And it just seems like, although he has revealed this cancer is in the early stages, it's very treatable and curable. I just feel like every time, every week, there's like something <laughs> new coming out around Washington football. And this is, it's, it's one thing after the other. You know, you but for Ron that. Rivera, he's shared he's still going to be coaching and that he's, he's confident. But goodness, one thing after the other. <laughs> it really is. It, and, you know, it's funny because people ask me prior to, uh, like, when I started covering the Washington football team, it was always like, well, they're always losing. Why would you want to cover them? First of all, because I love what I do, so it doesn't matter who right. I cover. <laughs> but secondly, I'm like, you know, the Washington football team always has news. So, Regardless, there's always something coming out. So like you said, every single week, it feels like it has been something. And this just seemed like another blow because it's almost like the team was turning a corner, so to speak, and starting to focus on football, training camp. They've been having practices. And then also a new coach. So this is an opportunity, Mm -hmm. not just with the new name change, but just an opportunity to move forward as an organization. So to hear that was First of all, extremely disappointing, but more so for Ron Rivera, because, you know, my prayers go out to him and his family. But also, you know, I know he said that he's going to coach. It's hard for me to see how he'll be able to manage that with chemotherapy and radiology, because that typically comes with cancer treatment. And COVID, you know, like you now have an underlying health issue. So it's hard for me to see it being safe for him. But I think he'll manage as long as he can. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, this is th- this new normal that we are in definitely changes the trajectory of everything. It doesn't make it, it over. It complicates a lot of aspects of life. But I right. think that's something that actually stood out to me is as Ron Rivera is preparing for his first season as head coach of Washington. 58 years old. We've been talking about a lot that's going on around the team. Of course, as you mentioned, I agree with you as a journalist. It's it's a shame, but it's a good thing. It's a blessing and a curse that there's always stories around Washington. But right. this story in particular reminds you that at the end of the day, it's more than sports. You know, mm-hmm. and, and we are having that conversation around social justice and equality and peace. But even this instance right here reminds us that it is more than just sports. At the end of the day, Ramavir is a 58-year-old. He's a person. He's a, a yeah. family man. He's more than just a football coach. So it humanizes all that's going on in a sense to me because it's a reminder that, okay, yes, we're dealing with all these changes around Washington football. The name, Jason Wright, the sexual assault, assault harassment, excuse me. And also keeping in mind that while this is going on, these are people that are involved at the heart of this, helping to be a part of this change and part of this culture change. And I think it's actually something that, you know, in, in reading his statements and the way that everyone has been really stepping up to speak up and, you know, send out their well wishes and good luck and right. showing their support for him and encouraging words and messages that it actually might be something, especially hopefully he's able to take care of it and, manage his treatment with coaching but it might be something that also helps unite and unify this team in a way that's that's special 
having this common bond. And I think that Washington needs something to hang their hats on. But we haven't seen them get back on the field. You know, it's been exciting to see with all these changes going on for all teams across football, of course, but specifically for Washington. What are your initial thoughts from the preliminary workout videos and updates that you've been seeing from them as they take, have been taking the field again, getting players back, Alex Smith, different players back on the field that it's, that's been encouraging for you. Yeah. I think that what's been encouraging is it sounds like uh, Terry McLaurin has been doing well in practice and we all, you know, wanted to see how his second year went. He was phenomenal his rookie year. And so it sounds like he'll continue that. Um, their draft pick, Antonio Gandy-Golden, it sounds like he's panning out. Um, Chase Young, I, I don't know. I can't say I know what he's doing on the field yet. I haven't heard too much about it. But it's still nice to see. And I haven't seen too many clips with him in it. But it's still nice to see him um, assimilating with the team, so mm-hmm. to speak. One thing that really stands out to me, though, and has been fairly consistent is Ron, how Ron Rivera is changing the culture and how he's holding them accountable. And, you know, he talked the other day, there was a practice that he wasn't happy with. And he was just like, you know, we were getting tired two hours in. And he was like, a game is three hours. So if we're getting tired two hours in, that's a problem. Imagine going into the fourth quarter. And he said he communicated that with the team. So it sounds like the reason they brought Ron Rivera here is also panning out. Um, So it's been fairly positive headlines, honestly, as far as the players coming back and uh, being in action. And like you said, Alex Smith, just having him on the field, regardless if he really plays or not, he's a great mentor, especially for a young quarterback like Dwayne Haskins. I have heard that he's been a little up and down, but I think once he gets in the swing of things, we'll see him um, get a little bit more comfortable. Yes. Yes. And that's, there have been some exciting moments. And as you mentioned with Ron Rivera, just showing that this is not good enough. You know, that's something that we have been consistently seeing around all the discussions. And even, as you mentioned earlier, the new stadium, the culture change. Um, You know, Jason Wright's been someone that's been very big in his role advocating and pushing for that. Ron Rivera's been big and pushing for that. But now seeing them on the field, you know, we have been trying to watch and pay attention to how all this is going to translate over into football. Because these should help these areas should help build the foundation of a good team culturally and an environment that allows players to be held accountable, be more responsible, handle, do their job, handle business on the field. And now, which would translate hopefully into games. And I know Adrian Peterson did talk about this, the running backs and the talent that they have and, and how encouraged he is, you know, what are your thoughts on, on Washington's running backs specifically and their offense as a whole that you've seen so far at this uh, preseason period, as we can call it, from what this team is going to be looking like? I think the running back group is really promising. Um, You know, we all know about the unfortunate unfortunate circumstances with Darius guys, but their running group, their running back group was deep, you know, even before this, the situation with him, you have Adrian Peterson returning, who's a veteran and who still has the gas, you know what I mean? So uh, you can always count on Adrian Peterson. As long as he's healthy, you know, he's going to make some key plays. They also got Bryce Love back who they drafted last year. And he's very promising and will probably more than likely be able to step in as either a first or second back. 
um, first or second down back. And then I'm really excited to see how they use Antonio Gibson because he has a wide receiver running back background. Mm-hmm. And they have said quite a bit, even Coach Rivera, that he has like that Christian McCaffrey skill set. And so I'd be very curious to see if that's how they're going to use him. But I think the running back group is in pretty good shape um, as far as that's concerned. And and like I said, the wide receivers, they have to pan out a little more. They just signed a veteran, Dontrell Inman. I need to see a little bit more of the wide receiver group, but I do believe that's trending in the right direction at least. Yes, yes, I I agree. And it's it's great to see someone like AP out there who was even talking about – how he's been encouraging players to don't be hesitant. Come on up to me. We can work on and off the field and work on things and being a mentor. And it's just, I think a direct result of all these changes that we're seeing going on, you know, even as you mentioned with um, the, the news that's been coming out around Darius Geis and the accusations and, and then the team has been handling that in a good way as well. So it's as a whole, the culture, the change has been this no nonsense you know, you have an expectation to uphold on and off the field. And we're not going to, we're not going to overlook anything. You know, we're not going to, regardless who you are, you're going to all be held to that same standard. Karita Parks, thank you for joining us here on Locked on Wizards. Remind people where they can follow you to keep up with your sports content for the Wizards, Mystics, and Washington football team, and also your platform, Double Take Sports. Yes, well, it's easiest to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Karita C. Parks. I post all of my articles there. And then you can also follow at DBL Take Sports. That's also on Twitter and Instagram. And on my platform, I talk about all sports. So it's not just uh, one team or one sport. So you can follow me there. And also DoubleTakeSports.com. That's DBLTakeSports.com. So Karita, thank you so much for joining us here on Locked on Wizards. And thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Locked on Wizards. I hope you have had a great start to your week and have already hit that subscribe button so you can catch up with the latest news, updates, and stories around the Wizards, NBA, and all sports here on Locked on Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here for another edition of Locked on Wizards on Wednesday. Have a good one. Washington out. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.